0: real oh, he's yeah.
1: But they all just whip, whip, whack There's no way to really make it happen gotta be ready But my mind is old I'm Love this name something. sound was like <laughs> I was a DJ <laughs> I the the sound yeah. Yeah. Welcome back everybody. I'm, of course, your host, B. Shay. Um, so we have a last second change To, uh, to what I was expecting. Uh, I came in. I had a plan. I was going to do a, a little album review of Busta Rhymes' second album, When Disaster Strikes, which came out in 1997. Um, I was going to have a little personal update, and then I think I was going to run back that uh, One Second game, just because I did so poorly last time. Like, I don't know. kind I of. Don't, I don't think I boast that I'm, you know, all-knowing of old-school hip-hop, but I feel like I have, you know, a good understanding of it, and getting a 65... Out of a hundred, um, points-wise, obviously, if you haven't seen that episode and you have no idea what I'm talking about, you're probably going to want to go back. Well, I don't know. Th- th- these t- two episodes are going to have nothing to do with each other, but if you want an understanding of the game and that kind of thing, um, yeah, uh, that was you know that was the goal, that was the plan, but things change. So, as I made my way to the Birthplace Studio, I guess Birthplace Studio in Birthplace Studios or other way around. Whatever, you know know what I'm saying. Um, I was met by one and only president of Birthway Studios, located in Birthway Studios, Reese Merritt. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Reese is here. So I'm just going to scrap everything I had. Um, That's my fault. I'm more than than happy to have. I mean, last guest I had was, we just looked, it was like five, six episodes ago. Episode seven. Episode seven, and this is 12, so five episodes ago um yeah. J.K. talks, and then before that with Matt Fiorentino. So it's been a minute. We can, you know, have some fun with a with a guest again, and we'll come back to these topics later. So I can. No. I ca- sorry, I had Caitlin Coop on the other day. Shout out Coop. We love Coop. Yeah, going to be living with Coop.
0: Yes, we got that today. We didn't get got that a today. Senior suite at Springfield College. Um, got, kind of got the room we wanted. I would say. Got uh, third floor.
1: Yeah, of what was left. I yeah. was
0: left because I was the only third floor, one left, and all the 200s were gone.
1: Yeah. So, in the, the way that the building works that we're moving into next year, which is the senior suites, is obviously there's a first floor, there's four floors. One, two three, one two, three, five. <laughs> there's up. not
0: a first floor. <laughs>
1: Are you kidding me?
0: Why would they ever create a first floor?
1: I mean, I don't think any
0: of the buildings ever have first floors. Some don't have 13th. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why not start in the second? What? (laughs) (laughs) Like hotels and things, some of them don't have a 13th floor. Because of like the super. Please tell me you know that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The superstition. What if we just start on floor two? Uh, Who said we need to start on floor one or floor zero? Why can't we start on floor zero? Like ground level? Yeah. Uh, You can. You want a petition? Okay, I don't. There you go. There's a ground level floor and then floor two. Uh, uh, (laughs) You know, (laughs) hey, you want to bring that up? Go for it. (laughs) Anyway. So, (laughs) of the rooms that were left or available, there was what, two on the first floor? Like three?
0: About an hour before, there was uh, two on the second floor. Mm -hmm. um, Excuse me. One on the second floor, two on the third floor, three on the first floor. Okay. And one of the third floor ones stayed for a
1: while, for the entire hour, which
0: was very unexpected.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, We came in, though, wanting second or third. One, one because the first floor is, like, there's a lot of traction, so there's a lot of noise. Yep. The halls kind of echo. Like, I don't know if you know. It doesn't have that carpet. It doesn't have any carpet, so it was kind of, like, you know, not ideal. But also, the second and third floors are the only two floors that have laundry. Which, yes. you know, that, like, it'd be kind of annoying to have to carry laundry up and down stairs like yep. that. I mean, we do now, but it'd be nice. To it's also,
0: like, to. right there, so as you enter the floor... You can walk by the laundry, and you go in your room. Yeah. And and as you're passing by, you can see, oh, is there laundry there? Is there any spaces? And if there's not, yay, yeah,
1: <laughs> <You got laughs> yeah. There's no. You have to do your laundry. No trudging up How and down. How fun is that? Full lights of stairs to see it. No, I'm I'm happy for it. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yep. And then we will have three podcasters in one in one room. room. Poor Mike. Yep. Mike does not have a podcast. How ironic is
0: that? The dude named Mike. Yeah. If my math's correct, and I've been I've been known to make math assumptions wrong mm. on pre- <laughs> on previous episodes. Um, that means that 25% of the room, people living in the room, do not make podcasts. That's a very
1: pessimistic view. I like to think that 75% of us do.
0: Hey, if you're a half glass <laughs> full, I'm a half glass empty, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's goofy. But, uh, but, but yeah, <laughs> there's there's all that. Now I have a guest on here once again. Um, and w- to be quite honest, I don't really have much of a plan. It's kind of just talk about whatever, but so the one thing, reason that I think Reese will be good to have on here is he actually has a music background. Um, mm-hmm. It's not hip-hop related, but it is, he obviously knows music theory. Um, he knows why sounds work. Um, I just <laughs> like to listen to him. So he's going to be able to go more you know, in-depth music-wise, uh, why things work and things like that. But uh, why don't you open up and tell us a little more about you know, Reese Merritt and his, his music background. My music back. career. Let's talk about Reese's um, music
0: career. Yeah. No, my main thing is I do like to
1: sing a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. I've been singing since I was in third grade. So I've always been part of chorus. I've done acapella before. Um, I had a musical theater background at first, okay. middle school. Played a little uh, Shrek the musical. I was Shrek. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, they uh, painted my face green. Um, I, I had the, They didn't put any weight on me, and... For those who know me, I'm I'm skinny. I'm a skinny guy. Mm. So I was the Finnish Shrek you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so Sting that was fun. Shrek. I had long hair, so the hair was, like, coming out of the mask a little bit, which was a little weird. Oh, but anyways, I did that, and then I didn't really feel like continuing with that. I loved it, but I had an opportunity to do a rock band mm. for four years. And so I did that. Um, and through that, I had already had um, time playing the trombone. I did that. So I did that for, like, five years consistently. I still know how to play it. I just don't play it as much. And then I got used to the drums. Which I, I love the drums. Mm. To bang on some drums. So fun. If you, d- if you have never done it, try it. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, so that, like, that helped with, like, just understanding rhythm better. Yeah. Um, feeling the beat of songs. Um, and then I got into guitar. I'm taking lessons still right now. Um, don't ask me to play Freebird because that's too complicated for me. So sorry. <laughs> Very disappointed. Uh, I play bass too. Bass is fun. Um, I think, honestly, an underrated instrument. It It is the, the how would I put it, the, the backbone of a lot of songs um, for the key. And then I, p- I played Steel Pants for a long time. Those steel were really pans. fun. If you ever mm-hmm. want to go... You know, for a music event that is the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, go to Trinidad. Trinidad in the Caribbean. Uh-huh. Um, they have a steel pan festival, which lasts over days. And people, like, prepare. They prepare for these. Like, they will, like, physically get their bodies ready. Because w- it goes all night. Like, y- like, the beaches are filled with people at 6 a.m. doesn't matter. And, and <laughs> they have, like, roll-up on these carts too, because they have, like, mm. these big festivals, yeah, and they have, like, bleachers and whatnot, or it's just on the streets. They have that, too. And you've got these steel pan groups on these, like, truckloads, and they don't have any music, like sheet music. They play by memory, like, multiple complicated songs, and they play these steel pans, and people are, like, throwing paint and baby powder <laughs> and, like, everything. My advisor from high school went to one of these before. Oh, wow. And, like, thought, like, oh, um, I'm just going to, you know, go on the beach for a run in the morning. No, it's filled. <laughs> <laughs> filled. Like, ridiculous. Just, you know, glitter everywhere. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, so I played those. that's a, It's a fun vibe. Even, like, when I played, we weren't doing the whole baby powder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like <laughs> that. We weren't doing that whole thing. <laughs> that would be a little odd. But um, those were fun to play. So there's a group around. You can learn. It's good. Mm. It's fun. Um what else do I do? Um, that might be it. I did a little piano, but honestly, I get really mad at the piano. I get really mad. A lot of keyboard smashes. <laughs> I, I, why? I, I don't know why, but I feel like whenever like I, I – it seems so – like like you you move your fingers across the keyboard, and it seems so easy. And then when you, like, mess up a little bit, like you get that one wrong note, and it, like, it, oh, it makes yeah. you, like, cringe a little bit. And I'm like, <laughs> I, get, yeah. I get upset with myself every single time, so mm-hmm. – that that's a that's a that's a toughie for
1: yeah. me. Yeah. I mean because like piano to me obviously I have no musical background. I can't you can give me anything and it's gonna sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> um but like I feel like when you like you're playing drums or guitar or something and you, you mistake a note, it kinda can get masked with a piano, not at all. Like it's it's so brought to the forefront. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's like the voice crack of instruments. <laughs> like yeah. you know you messed up like immediately when you hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's basically what I do. I still do the Springfield College singers
0: here. Mm-hmm. Um of course guitar lessons too. Um but yeah, music's been always kinda part of what I've done since I was like I said, third grade course. That's what I kinda started doing it. So mm.
1: yeah. Did you how did you get into it though? Like parents put you in, you just wanted to do it? Mostly parents. Uh-huh. They
0: were they brought me to a lot of like um symphony orchestra performances.
1: Okay. Which as a kid I was
0: like, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, All right. All well, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but um but I remember specifically going to some concert where there's a piano mm-hmm. and like a keyboard. It was more of a keyboard. Yeah. And thinking that was the coolest thing ever, like this dude's like keyboard sliding and everything and I was like, "Oh, I want to play the keyboard." So like that was my first instrument really and then it kind of took off from there. I had a lot of good music teachers too mm-hmm. who like like again, when I first went to high school, there was a it was called Studio Band and it was basically a rock band and I went there knowing singing and how to play trombone. That was my two like my two things. Piano mm-hmm. was kind of something of the past. Um and they're like you want to learn the drums and I went, sure. And they just kind of taught me how to play a beat and the rest was self-taught. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of the background of it.
1: Yeah, it's that's, that's amazing. Like that's why I <laughs> just brought to an orchestra. like uh, I, That's not <laughs> A anything. A lot
0: of symphony orchestra uh, time for Reese Merritt over here. A lot. Oh,
1: my goodness. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, we
0: always went to what was called the Magic of Christmas for uh, the Portland Symphony Orchestra in Maine. Mm-hmm. And, like, those were good because they were, like, holiday-themed. So, like, I, yeah, I guess those were those were much bad. better than some of the ones yeah. where it was, like, this one's about Bach. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's that sounds pretty fun. What um what's like your favorite music memory? Could be anything. Ooh. It sounds like rock band was pretty big for you. Yeah, that
0: that was huge. That was a lot of fun um and honestly like like I, I am like naturally an introvert. Mm-hmm. I, I was always scared to get up on stage. Like <laughs> being in front of an audience yeah. all the times cuz like what do you do if you mess up? Like what do you yeah. do? Like like it's live. It's not like you can just stop and start over. I mean, you could, but, like, come on.
1: Yeah. For me, like, not to cut you off, but, like, I'm also the same kind of way. Like, But I I played sports. So it'd be, like, I don't know, a basketball game or something. But I always felt, like, once a game started, all that kind of went away. Yeah. So is that kind of how it, like, once, like, once that first beat comes in, are you just, like, ready, like, now you're in the moment? Or is it still in the back of your mind? It gets a little better. Uh Uh-huh.
0: But it really doesn't go away because all, literally, all eyes are on you. Yeah, it's like you're the center of attention. Yeah, and that for me as a kid, center of attention was not the thing I wanted. Yeah, I was not looking to be the center of attention. Um, and being shy as a kid was like that didn't help either. Mm -hmm. Like how 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 did how did the shy kid get in the (laughs) music? Like come on. Um,
1: well, not only can the music be the forefront of a right, band. <laughs> right, right. Like,
0: like, I went to it as a singer. Out of all the bands, who are you looking at in the band? The yeah, singer. Yeah, everyone is the singer. So everybody's looking at me. Um, but, I, again, I had a really good advisor mm-hmm. um, who pushed me um, to just, like, get out of my comfort zone. Um, it really started with a song um, called Losing My Religion by R.E.M. Oh, yeah. 80s band. Um, I had picked out that song to do and to sing. I was a sophomore at the time. And, like, Michael Stipe is the lead singer of the band. Mm-hmm. And, like, k- kind of wacky guy. Like, he had these wacky dances that were bizarre, f- like, flinging his arms around. And, you know, he was like, it would be kind of funny if you did the dance. Like, <laughs> it would be, like, be kind of goofy and silly. Like, people will love it. Uh-huh. And, like This is wh- high school, right? Yeah, correct. For, okay. Um, and, like, I was like, I don't like, like, that wasn't my thing. That I'd never done that before. I, yeah. I I had played trombone in a wind ensemble band, where like trombone's not the featured instrument. Mm. Like it's probably either like trumpet or flute or clarinet. Trombone was that brassy section in the back. Yeah. So to like do this, I'm like, I mean, like okay, like I, like is this o- like is this okay? Like I had that feeling. Like, is this all right? Like like is this is is this normal? Mm. Like I had not been exposed to like. Like bands that you go out to on the street. I, I hadn't been exposed to that. I lived in Maine. <laughs> 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 like, like, that's not, like, that wasn't a normal thing. Like, you're, you're not necessarily out in the middle of nowhere, but it's pretty darn close. And so I started doing this thing, like, trying to do this. And like the first time um, we had called the the space because it was outside the music building, we we were trying to get more space, and we called it like the dungeon because <laughs> it was just in like this dark space, yeah, at the bottom of a building, <laughs> um, aka not the ground level as we were talking about before. <laughs> um, uh, this is below the ground level. Um, and I started doing this, and I could not for the life of me get the lyrics and the dances to operate at the same time. Uh Like I'd keep messing up the lyrics or I would not know what to do with myself because I was trying to think of these dance moves that he was doing too at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I can do this. Like I, like I don't, I really can't. And he looked me straight in the eye and was like, well, I guess you're just not going to be able to do it then. (laughs) I got so (laughs) mad. And that night I like worked on it for like three hours. Just kept (laughs) like trying to get it together. And I did. And people loved it. Like, just absolutely loved it. And um, that's where it started with me. Like, I made it, like, a goal of mine to be like, all right, like, you're going to go up, and if you mess up, so be it. Whatever, you keep playing. Like, yeah. you just you just keep going. Like, the rest of the band's going to keep going no matter what. Like, you got to make up something. And I think because the dance moves were so weird and bizarre, like, you just make it up on the fly. And, like, I think it's – like, some of my – like fun memories is when I talk to my band members during the song, like like if I was not singing at the time, where I'd be like, "All right, we're changing here. We're gonna do this on the fly." Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of fun, doing that, because it was like, it was all messed up and everybody was kind of panicky, but it was like, we were good enough at the time to know like how we're gonna figure this out. Yeah. So then. I'm getting here. I'm getting. I'm working through this. Yeah. As someone who's like working in sports journalism now, mm. uh, would end up like I've done a couple speeches before. Like one of, my, one of the requirements at my high school was you had to give a speech at like your senior year, and I've done everyone it, did. Everyone did. Wow. And well, like,
1: what was your graduating class? Because I know you went to a private school, so it was yeah, it was
0: I think forty eight.
1: Still forty eight speeches to sit through.
0: Yeah. Well, it was every Friday. There was like two or three. Oh, yep, I thought you said this was like a graduation nope, day so, thing. So it was like ten max fifteen minutes. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. So, like, th- through doing that, and then, of course, I said before, sports journalism stuff, like, I was realizing, and even, like, talking in class, like, being called on. Like, I was the kid who, like, if I didn't really know the answer, like, it was only half thought in my head, I'd get red right in the face, wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> like, like yeah, I, mean, I, I, get, I get all nervous.
1: Yeah, I hate being called on. I will raise my hand. I will say, like, I'll raise my hand often. Yep. But most of the time, it's just so I don't have to be called on. Yeah. And yep. because, like, those, you get those couple professors who refuse to continue until somebody raises their hand. Yeah. And it's just like those awkward, like, we had a professor together yep. that was very awkward sitting there in dead silence. Right. And it's like, yeah. Awful. Yeah. Anyway. Seriously.
0: No. And through doing all those, it made me more relaxed and just, like, chill out. Yeah. Be like, I wasn't shaking. I wasn't, like, my face wasn't feeling hot and bothered, like chill out, it's fine, like, everything's fine, like calming my mind literally, so back to your point of like is it feel like all eyes are on you all the time? yeah, it does, and honestly, beforehand it sucks the most, yeah, but if I walk into there like like whatever like I'm flowing mm-hmm. like like there's no weight on my shoulder, I'm just going out there, just whatever, yeah, like. Like I low care, but like the kind of thing what's that
1: like a low expectation kind of thing, or just kind of like a whatever happens happens that
0: whatever okay. happens happens gotcha. like it's just like I'm going to do the best I can, and if it goes south,
1: whatever mm, yeah, I like that it's also like that you know control the controllables, yeah kind of thing, which i I am a crippling overthinker, yeah. so that I hate that statement, but like at its core it's a good it's a right. good it's a good uh Whatever word I'm looking for. Good thing to live by. Yeah. <laughs> motto? Yeah, motto. I was trying to think. Of, yeah, I guess motto works. Something you manifest. Manifestation, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm not very. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So,
0: like, I think, honestly, even though it was tough at first, the repetition of it over and over again, of having the lights blaring in your face just helped it. And also mm. doing those dances and the being goofy it was like... That made it easier because that was like the extreme. Yeah, I had to I had to sing. Remember all the lines and do all these dances all at the same time. Put on a show, you know. It was an act. Going back to my musical um, theater background, yeah, it's an act. So everybody would be like shocked when they see me because they're like, "What? He doesn't even talk in class." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? Um, so like those were, those were always fun. For
1: mm-hmm. me.
0: So they've helped.
1: Good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to bring this like the mood down do you have any like 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 funny mess ups or like I don't want to say low moments but like moments that come to mind where you're like damn that kind of (laughs) sucked um
0: well I guess the good thing is right now no um perfect I like I think why that is is because I got to that point where I was like yeah just whatever we had we had we had a set list of things to do yeah and it was like, all right, next thing, mm. you move on. Even if you really like messed up, like, I don't know, like, like um, recently, um, I had a show for the Springfield College Singers. Um, War is over was a song, the Christmas song. Yeah, I messed up like, <laughs> like a good fourth of those lyrics, and no one knew. <laughs> Like, no one had, any, like, I was, like, because uh, it was at the point where I wasn't really focusing on it. I was, like, huh, that wasn't right. <laughs> like, whoopsies. <laughs> um, but because, like, I sing it well and I acted, like, it, I, I, like, I knew I was doing. Yeah. Everybody was, like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one, no one, I told someone that, and they're, like, huh? Like, what? And I was, like, yeah, I messed up, like, a good 25% of that. <laughs> um Another I, – I, this actually made me think it was another story. Look at, look at me with these stories. Um, I did a show at One Longfellow Square in Portland. Um, little venue, really cool green room where we hel- held all our stuff and hung out um, when we weren't performing yeah. on stage. And I was actually – I had really interesting combo. I played with this um, – someone, um, my friend named Pi – um, she was non-binary, and we our voices really combined really well. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we had we had really good blend. Yeah, it was perfect, perfect. And we ha- we were we did like sets um, each week where um, there was like eighteen people members in the band, and we would break off into groups, um, like maybe like four, five, six people in each group. We happened to be, however the numbers worked, there was only t- us two. So we're like, all right, let's think of something to do. Mm. And we ended up th- doing so a duet singing, she or they played um uh keys, yeah, and I did steel pan and accordion,
1: oh my goodness, you know accordion too, well, I
0: didn't do the buttons, Oh, uh, okay <laughs> no one, like no no one knew what they did, <laughs> <laughs> like I, there was no like uh chord names on them, so I was like i I don't know what these do, so I was uh. just doing the keys and doing the effect of it, you know? yeah, <laughs> 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 and so, and it um it was called midnight moon, and it was. Mm-hmm this very, like, atmospheric sound yeah. to it, which the accordion kind of gave it, and the um, the Steel Pans did, too. Mm-hmm. And the Steel Pans had this little riff in the bridge section of it. And you know, like, the layout of a song, that the bridge is, like, this very uh, transitional period
1: that is differing from all the rest of the parts of the song. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a good example for a bridge, like, specific in hip-hop, is, yep. like... Uh, or uh, hip hop usually they call it the break, so yep. from if you go to like seventies eighties specifically like that's what cool Herc was good at um herc would take he'd take a record, take their break, and what he would do is he'd keep just repeating it over and over and over again, so basically the dance like for like a, if you had a party so the dance would never have to stop uh yep. that's also where you get b boys from, which is called break boys, basically like that um uh I don't know I'm trying to explain it like connect. Yep. you know, your background to like what what hip hop would be. Um, and I believe that I'm. That's my understanding of it. Yeah, that a break and a bridge is like still the same thing.
0: Yeah, they're very similar. Like you'll have like a breakdown in songs, okay, which are it's, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, except I think, like usually bridges have a vocal part to it and breakdowns
1: don't. Okay, then yeah, they are separate because that's the breakdown was usually just cut cut like everything out of the song. You just get like a drum. Yep. Basically, it's like a you know. Any kind of percussion, it'd be a drum and like a, I don't know, kick and a bass or something, but it's just something basically to keep you moving a little bit. Yeah. Oh, no, exactly. So yeah, you got the bridge in yours.
0: Yep. Yeah, and it, it had a little riff with the steel pans and the bridge. So we went to the went, went to the thing ready. I've got the song down. Yeah, I got it down. We're like, um, about to reach intermission. Uh huh. And I'm I'm kind of getting set up for that song because there was more to it. I had to set up these steel pans because no one else was playing them. And no one else was really playing the accordion either. So mm-hmm. I was, like, trying to get ready so that I think it was the last song. <laughs> it was, like, it was the encore. Uh, okay. So I was, like, let's get this right. I don't want to mess this up. And so I'm getting my stuff together. And there's these um, mallet-type things for the steel pans yeah. that are, rub- have rubber ends to them. Guess who didn't bring them? Me. <laughs> I didn't bring them. So I had nothing to play these steel pans with, which was the entire bit of this breakdown. Yeah.
1: What happens if you try to use, like, a regular drumstick?
0: Oh, uh, no. There, like, it, it It just sounds like clack. <laughs> like it, it sounds like what you would hit, like, a metal sheet with. Like a oh, metal, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just... Yeah. There's no sound. <laughs> out. It is not metallic. It is not a wonderful... It's not... As I said, atmospheric. It is not atmospheric. <laughs> <It> <laughs> you know, sounds it, like the tornado. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> sounds like everybody's going to get out because they think their Amber Alert is coming around. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. Off track. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about the, the fire alarm the other day?
0: Uh, no.
1: I oh, don't my think goodness. So. Okay. So context for Wait, people is In Wiser? No, in here. So oh. the, the um, studio that we're in is a part of a dorm. Called Abby Appleton Hall. And right below where we are right now, so there's a stairwell downstairs, is the old newspaper office. So I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here, but I am uh, co editor of the um, campus newspaper. So I'm also sports journalism with Reese. But uh so I have a key to downstairs. We don't really use this space anymore just because it's kind of outdated and, you know, there was a whole thing with, like, the floor needed to get redone mm-hmm. so we couldn't be in it. Whatever. It, it was this whole Big thing. Big renovation. Big renovation where they... Oh, I don't want to call out the school. Anyway. Um There's so was probably
0: miscommunication and little miscommunication. other other priorities.
1: It, it, definitely other priorities. Like, I so. will I, I will give facilities, a, get, like, a, a decent benefit of the doubt. They had, like, bigger things to worry about. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. So... It was it was fair enough. And to be like they actually they did end up doing a, like a really good job. Like, mm-hmm. the space now is functional. It's just yep. more of now it's the equipment, but anyway. So, I have a key to the space and I usually go in there basically to use it as like my own study room or just like kind of chill spot um instead of going to the library. And I'm in there, this was um mm-hmm. it might have been Thursday. Might have been yesterday. Um I'm working on something for Kyle's class, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in there, and I'm, like, you know, starting to really get into it. And then the fire alarm goes off uh, in Abby, and i like, losing my mind because I'm, like this, is like, this is my chance, besides being in my room, to just, like, chill, do whatever. But, like, when I'm in my room, I don't do work. I just can't. Like, it's yeah. something about being in there. I just can't do it. Whereas when I'm in there, it's, like, there's no other distractions where I can just rip through things. And mm-hmm. I was, like, are you kidding me um but also i was like does this count as abby like do i physically actually need to leave this building right i did because like well i don't know if it was a drill or a real fire um right so i left but that annoyed like every little ounce of my being because that (laughs) has never happened before obviously and i was just like the like i was already not in a good mood and i was like not gonna move and whatever but yeah. Yeah. So that, that was off track. But that's uh, good. I so have so I have more of the story. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get back to that. So restart
0: panicking. See, of uh, course. Uh, what am I gonna do? So like I told my advisor and I was like kinda panicky about it. He's yeah. like, All right, let's let's figure it out. He was really good about that. he was just like, All right, let's figure it out. And so like that eventually got instilled into me. Like a gotcha. lot of a like, lot of things when I'm doing anything now, I'm like, All right, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. You know no panic, saying? kinda yeah. just um get through it. I like that. Yeah. So we ended up finding drumsticks. I had drumsticks. And um, for anybody who's played drums knows, or I would hope no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's little foam pieces that you put underneath the cymbals so it's not metal against metal. Yeah. And we had some extra of those. We put them on the top of the drumsticks and duct taped them. Oh, my and goodness. And it kind of worked. And that's what I did. It was weird because the drumsticks were so long. Cause yeah. Because the the like the mallets were like I don't know a half a foot, where the drumsticks are like over a foot.
1: Yeah. But uh, they're they're that short the mallets. Yeah,
0: they're very short. They're very short, half a foot, huh. six inches I would say. That's Ma- maybe seven or eight, but they're very short. Yeah. So I had to like get used to that mm-hmm. during during the set list which by the way I have other songs I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like all right, Reese, chill out. <laughs> we, got, we got a show to go to. Yeah. Do. Um as my uh guitar teacher would say, hey, that's show business. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that wasn't fun. I did want to mention to you too, um when COVID happened, um it it was a, the whole like can we sing was a huge big deal cuz like you project more. So like have mass and sang. oh it was yeah a big deal yeah we couldn't do that so like what do you do for a rock band you just doing instrumental stuff we ended up doing a lot of old school hip-hop
1: no way
0: for the 2020 yeah did a lot oh of old we are of getting hip-hop. into this tell yeah. me, give me I'm, tr- I'm trying really hard to remember exactly what i did um um yeah so it was a. uh, uh Help me out here. Um, Rebirth
1: of Slick, cool like that. Yep, by digi- cool like digital that. Planets. Yep,
0: I did do that one. That one was a fun one, because um, we couldn't couldn't sing. Um, I also did Whip It by Devo, too, which kinda it kinda has lyrics, but it's more like yelling. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like get straight, go forward. Like it, it, your voice moves, but I couldn't.
1: What's What's that game called? It was like pop, pop it. it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was that. What's that thing called? Tattoo to protect it. It's not too late to whip it. Whip it (laughs) good. So it was was a pop. That was a synth pop song.
1: Yeah. Uh, Digital Planets, one of them, I forget which one, one of the members was on the UMass uh, Amherst basketball team in the 90s. What? Yeah. So uh, Marty Dobrow wrote about him. Oh yeah, he was on that. T- I, I want to say it was nineteen ninety four, ninety five. Yep, yep. One yep. of those teams. He was on. I forget. He was a walk on. Yep. I forget his rap name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just like such a random fact. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe
0: I did that. Yeah, I did that one.
1: That's so funny. What kind of that? That kind of g- gets me where I want to get going with um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people from. I would say, like your perspective, who know music more than they know, like hip hop specifically, really are not fans of sampling, yeah, I want to know, so like you've pl- you've played now hip hop like you you know the sounds that come out of it, um that's kind of like want to know your stance, like do you agree that do do you think there's parts that go too far, do you think it's stealing, or do you think it's like fair use? <sighs> I feel like it depends.
0: Mm-hmm. I've, I guess I'm not a fan because I, I like, I don't want to call it stealing, but it's just like, and I, you know, I don't even want to call it like being lazy, mm-hmm. but it, it's like I, if I was an artist, I would rather make my own stuff up than Yeah. I'm going to take this and put it in my song. I, I get it. Like people do covers all the time. That's heck. That's all I did. Mm. I only <laughs> did. I only did covers. Yeah. Um, but, I I guess, you know, I I haven't put a ton of thought into it, but, mm-hmm. I would prefer someone not to. And I like, hip hop's a hard one because, your content could be quite original, or not. Mm. Like, so yeah. I I guess that's my thought about it. If, if you end up having a hit and the reason you have the hit is because you sampled someone else's song, <sighs> I guess I don't really like that as much.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the ones that come to mind is like Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby yeah. is literally, I don't even remember the name of the Queen song, which is embarrassing, but it's it's not even changed. Yeah. Versus then you get some where you add so many elements of different songs mm-hmm. where it, it becomes its own it, be- it becomes its own thing now. Like, right. It is weird to think about, like, you know, I'm taking, a, like, I don't know, this drum beat, I'm taking this horn sample, I'm taking this synth sound uh, from all these other artists, and I'm putting it together, and I'm calling it mine. Like, I understand you doctorated it, or whatever the word is. Um, you've changed it now, where yeah. it is something new. Yep. But, yeah. I don't know, that concept I, of... I guess it depends on like
0: yeah. what you consider sampling and what not. Because if you end up taking someone else's song and you take exactly the track from that song and you put it in, mm. that's a little bit different than I'm gonna play the same exact beat and put yeah. it in, but make it myself. Or have like if you're part of a band, have the bassist come in and do the same beat. That's a little like that's different than taking an exact beat. Like, for example, this I guess is what I'm really strong on. I don't like it when and and this might be why I have a hard time with rap nowadays. Mm-hmm. Is it's really hard for me to go to an artist that makes their entire all their clips or their tracks from all different instruments, all computerized or all digital. Yeah, and they have like auto tune. I'm like, come on, you didn't like. That doesn't seem like you put a lot of effort into that. Mm. You know, like. The entire vocal piece of it is digital. Like, y- you're not even good at singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, and the, like. Sorry, you don't have that gift. But even someone like, like, Ed Sheeran was awful singer when he was in his childhood. Terrible. <laughs> but he got better. Yeah. You know. So I have a lot of respect for people like that. Where you know, and like, you know, if if that's the way you you know, make your living, like you know, all power to you, mm. you know?
1: Yeah, I, like, I, I get that view, but I also think it, there's a certain skill. I don't know if it is lazy or if it's just, like, knowing how to change something enough that people will actually like it. Mm-hmm. Like, it is kind of weird to think that now you can make an entire song on, like, your phone now. Yep. You, you Like, the, the element... That's also why I think I like old school so much better than new school. Mm, yep. Is because there's a lot more effort going in because you know, like of course you got like sampling, but people had to go and like dig through crates of records to find like yeah, specific yeah. sounds they like. So somebody like a Pete Rock or a DJ premiere or like Adilla, like they all spent so much time just searching through records that right. they were looking for certain sounds or they would find things that they knew that they could work somewhere else where now, in the you know, click of a button, I can look up a song that I want. I look up a specific like I can look up the BPM I want, the pitch, like the yeah, tone, I, yeah, I can look yeah, up yeah. everything I want, so it's specific. Um, but I still think there's a talent in that. But I, I'm agree with you. I don't. I'm not a fan of, you know, like now nowadays rap. But to me, I think it's just. I guess it's the same thing. It doesn't sound authentic. Like right, It's, it's yeah. just so, like, highly produced now. It like, I don't know. It's. It just doesn't feel. I guess what it is with like old school rap it just feels more human. Right when yeah. you're taking samples from. I don't know 60s jazz. Yep. Yep. Those beats or those sounds aren't gonna like, obviously they're played by humans so they're not gonna be perfect. Whereas you go today and you you just hit everything in a drum machine. Everything's gonna hit exactly when you want it and right. it just doesn't yeah. sound real anymore. Right. It just sound you know what I mean. It just sounds so overly produced. Yeah. Which you know, changes it, but I'll, you know. Yeah, I I don't
0: know. I I have two points to, like, respond yeah. to that. Like, it's, like, a humanity part, of, like, a humanizing part of it. Like, mm. one thing I think about is, like, where the creativity comes from. Like, I often will think about how Aerosmith, like, they added a sugar packet Yeah. in studio, and that's how they added one of their sound effects. Mm. Like, you can't, like, you can't recreate that. They did that in studio. Like, that's, like, a fun part of it, and, like, I don't like to see that side of music be taken away at all because of the d- digitalization of it. Mm. It can be a little sad. And also, as as two guys over here like writing, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I find that old school hip hop is very poetic, mm. and like there's a lot of meaning behind the those types of songs,
1: poems if you will too. So yeah, that's my two cents. I know. I Some like this is. Kind of random, but like the meanings that go behind some of the beat. I like when there's something more to the beat. Like, yep. um, like an ex. Here's here's one. MF Doom's. I know who that is. S- yeah, his second <laughs> album, uh, mm Food, He has a song called "Deep Fried Friends," yep. and he samples two main samples from tracks "Friends and Strangers" by Ronnie Laws. Beautiful song, and also "Friends" by Houdini. I'm just like it's so, it's so funny to me that not only does he put together a beat that sounds good, but he uses songs that also have the word "friends" in it to make mm-hmm. this song called "Deep of Friends." Like that's so funny to me. Yep. Um, there's another one, um, uh, "Running" by The Far Side, which is a dilla beat, um, but the song that it's sampled is called "Saudade Vem Coriando, which is a um, Brazilian bossa nova song, or uh, it might even, it might be jazz. Anyway, it's from 1963, this guy Louis Bonfa. But um it, it sw- Sawdad Vem Coriano roughly translates to longing comes running. Sawdad doesn't have a direct English um what do you call it? Translation. Uh, it's more of like a feeling. It's like a melancholy mm-hmm. feeling. But uh Vem Coriano is, is um Good word use running. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Melancholy. Yeah, I mean, like that's kind of what it it means. It's like a more like no set. (laughs) Come on, man, we're We're, words guys. guys. (laughs) (laughs) But but, um, you know that B is uh, it kind of stands for um, longing comes running, and you know the name of the song is running. So it's like those little, I don't know, like going above and beyond, like not only getting a sound but also having meaning to it is. I don't. There's just some. There's nothing like it to me. Um. Mm -hmm. You know, like the effort that went into. It goes in, like went into those beats back then, man. It's, man, I could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, uh, do you remember anything else you played, or was it just?
0: I remember. I mean, uh, this. I was just thinking of it. My, see, REM did a couple of those songs. Always fun to do because I kept doing the same dance, but then I was like, what if I do it for a different band? and then I brought, like, my advisor was like, you could do this one. So if you've ever heard of um, the Talking Heads... (laughs) I haven't. Okay, but, um, so the lead singer of that is David Byrne. Okay. Also a guy that I'm like, hmm, you're a little interesting. Like, it's just like, the way he thought of his dances, because he also had very odd dance moves, Mm. were bizarre. Look it up on YouTube. You can find some of him, like, describing these, and it's, I think there was a YouTube clip of him like describing like someone in like a nursing home and how like he depicted that, and I was just like, I, I, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know interesting artists, they had a very synthy vibe to them mm-hmm. they uh, they were really into the synths, um and like bending, bending the notes. yeah, um, oh, they did that all the time. So this guy, um, big dancer. And for one of his songs, um, "Girlfriend Is Better," um, okay. I, I think that was that was the song I performed, and I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering correct, he did this in this song too. Um, if he didn't, I, I I don't remember what the song was. But anyways, he wore an extra large, like extra 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 large, couple X's white suit. <laughs> oh
1: God. Extra. Can I just say, white suits to me look so bad. <laughs> I am not a I fan. Of, have, um, of the, the white uh,
0: suit or a white suit to uh, my freshman year prom. Um, oh, whoops. Um,
1: hey, I, mean, I never went to prom, bad. so
0: I guess bad look for I me. I had I had like, feet, uh, 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 what is it called? Uh, peach fuzz, basically, as a mustache at that time. Um, not a
1: great. Oh outfit. my goodness. Um, I, don't, I can't. I cannot like make fun of you as someone who <laughs> did not go to prom, but. White? I know. I don't it was white. I mean, you just see, the pictures I'm in, I came straight from track practice. So I'm in – the the one I remember, I'm in, like, like 1980s NBA short shorts, if you can think of that. Like, not actual basketball shorts, but, like, that's what track – especially, like, jumpers would wear is, like, really short shorts. Yeah. And I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, but also my hair is, like, the biggest afro I've, <laughs> like, ever had. It's yeah. just – I'll try and find pictures after. Yeah. They're really bad. But, uh, yeah, that yeah. that's my problem experience. But, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so white suit. White suit. Extra, <laughs>
0: extra. Extra large. Like, this is massive. Yeah. So, like, when he'd do things, it would, like, flow. It would, like, like be wavy. Around. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. So, we do a lot of things. Like, he'd, like, move his legs really fast and do things with his knees to get the, like, pant legs moving around. And, he, like, he'd it move his... It like MC Hammer to He'd me. move his, like... Shoulders around a lot too, yeah. um, like I both for Michael State from REM and him, I would write down the dances they do and cu- give them names. Yeah, so I would refer to them like I'm gonna do this dance move at this time uh-huh. and throughout the sh- like show, like just he would like something about like the knees and elbows, guys. Like they <laughs> move their elbows and knees all around. So I purchased. No, actually, no, I didn't purchase. I borrowed from a. Um, I know it was a feeder group, uh-huh. They had a very large white suit. <laughs> uh, I had two belts on to keep that thing on me
1: <laughs> 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 what do you what do you mean two belts like two con- he 's already like you had to like tie uh, two together. no,
0: no, no, like two separate ones around my waist to keep this thing up. <laughs> oh jeez, because <laughs> it was so large and <laughs> so like. I, it was, very, again, very quick. I, this year, it was my junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of songs. I think I had around 10 songs, and it was like a 18, 19 show concert. Yeah. So I was doing over half of the songs, which is a lot for this type of band, where everybody has about a third to a fourth of the songs. So I over half. Ridiculous amount. Which I was also doing the R. E. M. Michael Stipe thing too. Yeah. So I like got out of that and quickly changed, got <laughs> got everything oh on. Goodness. Um, and they're like, You ready? I'm like, Yeah, yeah 'cause like this is like I was putting on an act. Mm. Like everybody was singing their songs, but I was putting on an act. And they had like a we were doing it on the feeders, like the drama clubs like set. Yeah. So they had like <laughs> huge. I'm like thinking of more stories of while I'm doing this. They had like this door in the very back, and they had like a staircase that went down, so I came out right as the beat dropped um after like the little intro they had yeah. right as the beat drops came in the view and was like moving I was moving my arms and getting all funky. I looked like a bird like it was <laughs> just, I was doing this thing, and I went into the crowd during it, like I was again. Like I interacted with my bass player. I I there was a um Oh, what else did we have? I, I don't even remember. We had so we had like um bells in it, like I I changed the key for this. Like this was this was like we were ready to go. I gave the I hand selected the musicians I had. Mm-hmm. Um one of them actually goes to Berkeley College of Music now. Oh jeez. Um the other goes to Columbia, Chicago. Like I I had like this like Squad mm. that I like hand selected, um, like very rare occasion for doing this. Man, there's video of that. I've got, th- I've got video of that. Don't worry. So, yeah, I had a beard by then, too. a boy, yeah, it was barely coming together, but it was together.
1: Yeah, I wish I could grow facial hair. <laughs> you got a little bit, a little scrunch, scrunch. Yeah, but I, I, it like doesn't, it, I get like, like excess sideburn. I get, like, the skinniest mustache. I yeah. get a little on the chin. No, I, I got it doesn't come in at all. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> 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 I
0: got I got, I got, got one little other story that I was thinking of. Go, if for, it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, go um, for it. it's okay. Yeah, go
1: for it. Because I feel
0: like when you do a rock band, there's so many more stories you have. Because you're in these weird venues, and things go wrong, <laughs> and it's, like, awful. I, w- I don't remember what year this was. I think I'm... Yes, I do. Of course I do. Sophomore year. Again, this is the Mm. first time I did the Michael Stipe R.E.M. thing. And um, I don't know. I was wearing, like, it was, like, pretty casual. Like, we were a pretty casual group. Like, I just was wearing, like, khakis. But it was just, like, a nicer pair with, like, uh, a button-down with, like, a T-shirt. So, like, it was was unbuttoned. Just, Mm, you know. And it's dark backstage. And, again, drama set. So there's staircases that go up to higher levels and whatnot. Um I don't remember this was the year I did um, "Crazy Train" by Ozzy Osbourne. I did that too, um, but I'm going backstage to grab things, and it's dark, mm-hmm. so I keep walking forward. <laughs> and then there's stools backstage that you can sit on, and I trip, and I'm like, I'm like, oh darn! I I hit I hit a stool. I, I gotta get my footing together like a normal person would do. Yeah. Like a little quickly, so I go get my footing. I hit another stool. <laughs> And by the way, I was not hitting stools. I thought I was hitting stools. Don't
1: tell me they were people.
0: No, it was stairs.
1: You fell on the stairs? I wasn't
0: going down. I was going up. Like, I, there were stairs oh. going up in front of me. <laughs> and I hit my left foot. And I was like, oh, okay. And right foot. And then I was like, oh, we're going down. We're going Hit the ground, hit the stairs. My pants were ripped. Uh. (laughs) I hit my knee so hard, and I was like, "Well, I'm next to go out." Uh. I go a song, and I'm like bleeding underneath. Like I'm just like, (laughs)
1: Uh.
0: (laughs) Uh, so showbiz, (laughs) showbiz, showbiz. I know. So I remember that and being like, "Ow, that really." I felt so stupid. Cause it was just that like there was two walkways and one went backstage and one up the stairs. I went up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoops! Uh, falling upstairs. That's got to be. I mean, I, like I've done it at my house. Like, I'm trying you couldn't to see run. anything. I was so confused. Yeah, I guess that's different when you can't see. Everybody was like, "You all right?"
0: Cause they heard like. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine." That's so he's so gone. Yeah.
1: Well, one one thing now I want to uh, address is that you've had people who went to school for music. Why did you come not only to Springfield, but, like, why did you not pursue mm-hmm. music? Or at least, like, not major in it as, you know, obviously we're both journalism. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, they were very v- invested in their, like, decisions in music and very good at their instruments. Like, mm-hmm. my friend who goes to Berkeley, great singer. Um, great at piano, plays drums really well too, actually. But yeah. his big thing is piano and singing. Um, he's there for um, music production, so yeah. he's not really specializing in an instrument. Gotcha. Um, the other um, very good guitarist and bass player. That's another. Thing. I've been like very blessed with the guitarists I've been playing with. Mm-hmm. I, I played with a guitarist my freshman year. Oh my god, just godly! Like he could play for a professional band, and he was a senior in high school. Mm. And I thought that was. I didn't think that was a norm but like I got used to that and yeah, I uh, was like wow he was one good. of those
1: don't know good. how good it is till it's gone right, kind of things right. so,
0: yeah. he was really good. Um so they were they were just invested in the things they were doing where I like I'm a good drummer. I sing really well. Like I'm very happy with my singing. Um guitar uh, it's all right. Like I do okay. I do, like I get by. Um but I made a pretty Big commitment. I think my my junior year, where I was like, I want music to stay a hobby mm. and not a professional career. Because yeah. the music industry is a very complicated, weird world to live in. Mm-hmm. Where it, you know, it, it, it's just hard, it's it's hard to make a living uh-huh. where it, when you're not, you know, high standard. If you're playing, if you're actually a yeah, like you have an instrument or you sing, it can be really hard. Um, and I wasn't really all about at least now as I think about it I wasn't really all about playing in the clubs or being a part of that life it, it, it's a it's a, it's a, a bizarre life to be in and I wanted to enjoy my music mm. I knew I'd be really stressed out about it all the time if yeah. I was trying to get better every single day yeah. at my instruments because I knew if I sang great but I should have another thing to back me up that will get me in which could have been guitar because th- you rarely see people sing and play drums at the same time I've done it but it's not; it's hard because mm. you're the rhythm section, but you're also the lead vocalist. Yeah, it doesn't work well together. Um, so I made that I made that decision, and that's when I realized that I love the Patriots. Mm. Shout out, Foxborough fanatics, the Emerson yeah. Mer- era. you can listen to that podcast on Birthplace Studios. Um, that I love the draft, the NFL draft. I love the Patriots, and that's where that same advisor, who actually was uh, you know ran that band was like you know how, how about how you start a twitter account you know like that seems to be something you really like to do like you can do that like you're getting into your writing thing which i didn't know i was good at at the time mm-hmm. i was like i guess i can write but i didn't really realize that how good i was to like got to springfield i was like oh i can connect like i realized that college writing was a breeze like I, and for other people it wasn't mm-hmm. like i was really nervous about it so anyways to your point I realized that I had a, I had a different passion I wanted to go down, yeah. Than some of the other really gifted musicians that went there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very lucky. I had a really good group of musicians I played with. Yeah, they were phenomenal, um, and I think I think that group felt it when my class left and the class above me left because um, we got some people there who are gonna do wonderful things in the music industry and it's like whoa Mm -hmm. that's rare
1: so really good crew Mm -hmm. yeah i kind of that same kind of thinking of like you know you love something but you almost don't want to do it overly too much because then you're going to lose that love um it's kind of like i mean me with sports in general but like basketball specifically like not that i was all that good anyway but i i feel like i could have had a chance to play somewhere division yeah. 3 but like somewhere but then you know i it's that same kind of thinking of like well i, I like I, I it wouldn't ever become a career for me cuz i wasn't like that good. and I'm, <laughs> you know how many 511 nba players <laughs> <on>? <laughs> but you know deciding not to play in college was like i don't like you lose the love for it yeah. like you start to become like so obsessive and i don't know like I mean, you, you kind of just explained it really well. But it's more fun now I can do it whenever I want. Kind of just, like, however however I want to play, right? Like, I don't need to play by any, like, team rules or anything. I can, like, if I want to get shots up one day, I'll get shots up. If I don't, I don't. It's not like I have to, like, four to six, I have to be on the court. And then, you know, he days got to be lifting and things like that. Um, it's just a lot more fun, more passive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I had the same thing with soccer. I could have can play. Mm-hmm. I could play here, but I was like I had other priorities and a lot of other interests to do. Another thing that came on my mind, why this is happening, I don't know. Um there's a um a friend of mine from high school, um um names uh Julia uh uh-huh. She's on American Idol right now. Oh <laughs> wow. I, I sang with her. Um we did a duet at one point and we play we did um Glee Club for a year and did upper school chorus for four. 3 sorry 3 yeah. yeah i just remember that so she's on American <laughs> Idol <laughs> like whoa that's wild i i like i kind of yeah
1: you can go check that out it's it's out right now like that's so funny i don't think i've nobody i have crossed paths with i mean there's been like kids i grew up with like one of them uh is uh he was drafted by the royals in the first round as a uh, pitcher in mlb frank Mazzucato couple good basketball players to come out um one of which I don't know if he's playing overseas or he d- he had NBA like tryouts mm-hmm. um Mike McGurl. and uh there's one playing at Yale right now who I don't know what he'll if he'll try and go to league I mean he's he's solid uh, Matt Nolan, but uh yep. things like that but like they never went to my high school is just thinking you know, like I like I grew up with them but that's cool what you got
0: to yeah. like actually
1: not only go to school with them but like actively yeah participate we, d- we d- yeah made music
0: together so it's it's weird knowing that because like again I, we we did this duet over covid and i i don't i don't think she ever released it uh-huh. but it was from like a musical and we did it like like i recorded myself and i know we like called over like to talk about it and i know she put it together i don't know where it ended up yeah yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's kind of bizarre thinking about that Mm. hey, maybe one day we'll be, we'll be the ones that they're like, hey, went to, to hopefully." Oh,
1: I guess I didn't think about people we've been to college with.
0: Gabby Gerard. Yeah.
1: Well, she graduated before we got here, right? Right.
0: But That's true. Her, her names I've kept her name on the yeah. whiteboard over here because she put that there before my time here and um, figured I'd keep that up. There. Yeah. That's also, I haven't tried, and I don't think, honestly, it's been there for so long. I don't think, think it's going to come off. out. I really don't, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to get rid of it, so it's staying there.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's people like, you know, Joe Ruda's on a, a good path, obviously. No. People like that. Um, I feel like Garrett's on a pretty good path. Kate's on a pretty good path. Absolutely. But, I mean, I feel like most people in our major end up going on, you know, I think there's a better success rate than there is a failure rate. And I yeah. I don't know if failure rate is the right word, but, like, I w- sorry, I don't
0: mean to cut you, but no, my, my
1: my thinking of what you're thinking, yeah. I'm getting inside your brain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: is that if you if you put effort into it, you mm. make a real effort, and you do the things that you really are passionate about, and you show that to the professors here, everyone's going to want to help you out. Yeah. You're going to yeah, find yeah. something.
1: It might take a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, not everyone's coming out like, you know, Chris Ramus. But he put the work he in. was going to get a statue in Wiser? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, he he put the work in. He put in an unbelievable amount of work. A, a, amazing amount of internships. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And some people just get lucky, you know, as Marty likes to say, polite persistence.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's kids in our major now already like that. But, yeah, hopefully that will be us one day.
0: <laughs> this will be just the beginning they'll be listening back and be like what we were like in college oh god <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully we'll go back to episode one episode one was rough
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. oh yeah for anybody who's made a podcast before this is, this is where I give my podcasters some looks. yeah go for it um, I, I encourage all of them to look back at their first episode because it sounds awful oh I hate my first episode it, you, you just get better the more you do it the more reps you get in the better you get and it you like you recognize that you, you hear that
1: all right well i that's all i think i've got um yeah sorry <laughs> <Pretty bad. laughs> uh yeah but i don't know you got any any, uh, any lasting words i mean for me obviously a huge thank you like mm, nice. i'm i'm glad that this worked out i thought this was going to be a short episode we're already <laughs> over an hour um <laughs> But I feel like I'm really good at that. I'm really oh, good mean, at getting I, I, over an hour. I can ramble as long as possible. I just I I, I like how we uh, we integrated some hip hop, but also it was more just us talking. You know, yeah. like that 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 it's was very music based. Music based, but it was a more like personal. I like that it was fun. Yeah, I'm a great.
0: I, this is what I'm really good at. So my my talents is getting a podcast to be between an hour and an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, I'm really good at that. I'm really good at that. See, the thing is, I
1: can. It depends how much <laughs> I want to ramble
0: yeah. um, it also
1: if I have a guest, it's a lot easier right when i this is only the third guest, so of twelve episodes, so the other nine is me by myself, yep, and a lot of them is me just talking for way yeah. too long <laughs> That's but. Okay. yeah
0: i don't i don't I don't have anything else no. you gotta hear a lot of stories from me, so
1: yeah, no, I mean that makes my life easier um, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so uh. If you've made it this far in the episode, I want to, you know, big shout out to you as well. Um, and uh, man, I'm forgetting my outro right now. I'm <laughs>
0: too, I, I, I also, uh, thank, thank you. I made it this far too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely. I made it. You did make it. <laughs> and uh, all right. Well, you know, wherever you're headed, wherever you're going, hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful night. And uh, thank you from uh, from us. See
0: you later. Okay. Okay
1: there comes a time